0: Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm across the continent in Lake Park, Florida, with a very special guest by the name of Tony Pando. Tony, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch?
1: Well, yes, sir, Mr. Green, I am. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you and your friends, and uh, we look forward to uh, to conversing with you.
0: Yeah, we're going to have some fun today because my listeners know I'm all about caring for my vehicle, and you guys have provided me for a long time. I've bought many products from you, a way to do just that. But before we talk about that, and I give you an introduction, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Tony?
1: <laughs> well, thanks. I, uh, gosh, there's probably a couple of things I'm sure. But um, uh, for me, you know, I have a special affinity for for boxers, for dogs, and oh. uh, I've raised I've raised boxers for 27 years. And I'm on number seven right now. Little Luna, she's five months old, and nice. so we're having a lot, we're having a lot of fun with her. And um, and then also, uh, I love to grow orchids, which is kind of strange, but uh, but it's fun. it Living in South Florida, you know, it's uh it's the perennial summer year round. And so um, it's fun to get out in the garden and, and do that stuff to decompress.
0: You know, I, I, I buy orchids for my wife and I, I love them as well. And whenever we go to Hawaii, the orchids that you'll see at resorts you stay in, I just go, why do my orchids not look like this? And my wife will say, well, at the end of our trip, why don't you look like that every day? Because you're relaxed and tan, which is what and you're yeah. not normally because we live where there's not a lot of sunshine all the time. But So if you could give me one tip about caring for my orchids which here i have to grow them inside because it gets a little chilly in the winter what would that one tip be
1: i think the main thing is don't overlove them oh. don't over don't over water them yeah. um you know, we we water them uh, just a little spritz just you know kind of a little spritz yeah. um every morning um we've got about 15 or 20 of them and um don't overlove them and okay. they will grow and, and be patient because you'll look at your orchid after it blooms and it'll look like nothing and it'll be like two green leaves <laughs> and um, you're going to go, well, what's going on with this thing? And, you know, remember they only bloom once a year really. And um, so you're just going to be patient. And next thing you know, you'll be surprised and all of a sudden you'll see a stalk coming out and you're going to go, wow, look at that. This is going to bloom sooner or later. And uh, so it's it, it's fun.
0: Yeah, fascinating, uh, beautiful, beautiful plants. Let me give you a proper introduction. Tony Pando is the Global Business Director at Dr. Color Chip. I didn't know you were a doctor. Where he and his team help the DIY, do-it-yourselfer, like you and me, listeners, care for our vehicles. They provide an easy-to-use color matching system so that you can repair rock chips and paint damage at home with the exact match to your factory paint. I'm a Dr. Color Chip customer, and I love their products. They've saved me uh, many a tira, let's say it that way. Tony manages their corporate international OEM detailer groups and private label programs. He attends a wide variety of trade shows. I believe I've seen you at SEMA and supports their international partners as well. And prior to his role at Dr. Color Chip, he was the vice president of sales for 20 plus years for that golfer named Jack Nicholas. Yeah, that guy managing the Nicholas Golf Equipment Company. Now, instead of hitting chip shots, he helps everyone repair the chips themselves. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our sponsor. So please give them a little love and we'll be right back. Covercraft's newest three-layer all-climate cover is especially engineered for moderate weather conditions and it's treated with an extra UV-resistant formula. It's soft, it's breathable, and it's easy to store, all while pampering your paint, providing maximum UV, rain, and dust protection. If you live where it's windy, no worries. Simply add their gust guards for windy conditions to add extra protection to keep your cover in place. Your three-layer all-climate cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form, and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their tradition since 1965. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft, too. Every one of my vehicles is protected with a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code yeah 21 Y-E-A-H-2-1 at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right. So get 10% off with free shipping by simply using the code YAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates by a lot. But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured why wait until your next premium is due give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote call 866-AC1-YEAH that's 866-224-9324 tell them you're a friend of mine mark green at cars yeah american collectors insurance classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors automotive enthusiasts just like you and me that's american collectors insurance So, Tony, we're back. So I'd love for you to first talk about, you know, I find what you used to do pretty fascinating. I mean, you ran this company, uh, Jack Nicholas, kind of famous guy, right? Uh, So you transitioned from that to what you're doing now. Big change. And we talked a little bit of that in our pre-show chat. Talk about your time with him and how you carried some of that knowledge of managing his uh, golf equipment company forward into Dr. Cullochip and why you made this change. And, and then we'll get into the deep dive of how you guys do what you do there to help people like me who are really picky with our cars.
1: Sure, sure. Well, thanks, Mark. And yeah, obviously, working for, for Jack was pretty fun, uh, pretty unique experience—a um, uh, jump off the cliff type of thing. When I was 21 years old, I had the opportunity to move from San Francisco Bay Area where I grew up to down here in South Florida, and uh, it was an adventure. At the time, my girlfriend and I said, "Hey, let's, it's an adventure. Let's go!" And I had the opportunity to start a company um, for Jack, uh, you know, with a team. And I was the kid—the kid back then. You know, long story short, it worked. And it was fun. And Jack was a wonderful person to work for, a wonderful person to work with. Got to be actually quite close with him and Barbara, um, with my wife. And she was a big, big time tennis player, um, played number one at Alabama and blah, blah, blah. Wow. And Jack is a huge tennis player. And that's a whole nother story. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so after, after 20 years, I, um, got pretty close with them and ended up doing a lot of the international licensing and branding for golf equipment and private labeling and so on and so forth. And and the whole tenure of that experience was, was unique because it taught me every aspect of a business, right? I mean, I started out as, as the customer service kid, then customer service manager, national sales manager, vice president of sales, and then Nicholas International Brand Management. So that 20-year career was just this path up. And, and so it really taught me so many aspects of a business and a brand and, and product, right? And so, it's very easy to respect and, and support Jack Nicholas, right? I mean, he's the Golden Bear. He's an icon, but he's also a great person and best in class in what he does. And so, learning all of the intricacies of managing regional managers and sales reps, and so on and so forth, and demo days, and you know, sales numbers and quotas, and da 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 da, sure. all that type of stuff was a wonderful experience to learn how to manage a business, manage people, how to be proactive. And, you know, that was a great transition over to Dr. Colerchip because Dr. Kohlerchip, it's just a widget, right? Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. A golf club is a widget and a paint chip repair kit is a widget. And if you have a great widget, for me, it's very easy to promote, manage, grow, and expand upon mm. and so getting in with Jack you know I wasn't the best golfer and there's a whole story behind that when <laughs> I first started working for Jack it was pretty embarrassing but uh, when I had to play golf and whatnot but I got to be a good golfer and uh, likewise with dr. color chip I was not the best car detailer and 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 so on and so forth but um, I'm quite into the car world now after nine years and so it was so so, so to answer your question it was uh, Nicholas was a great experience for preparing me for business in the business world and it was a great experience to to use the tools I learned there with Dr. Chip. hence how we're doing a lot of this commercial business. That's the main focus for me is growing our commercial side of the business with OEMs. You know, a lot of the largest car dealership groups in the country and so on and so forth. You may have heard of the Dent Wizards and Auto Nations and Drive and All those type of people. And so, you know, and I did a deal with an OEM. It's a private label deal with a a car manufacturer that's turned out to be a pretty big deal. And we've gone to South Africa and Australia and all over the place and wow. going to Hong Kong this year. That guy's doing really well over there. So, so yeah. I mean, all of that that I learned over twenty years is carried over to this. And I guess the premise of it is the product. It always comes down to the product, right? With Jack, the product was always best in class, and with Dan McCool, who was the founder of Doctor Color Chip. His product is best in class. And so using the tools that I've learned over the years, we've been able to to grow that and, and continue to grow it to this day
0: it's very cool Dan McCool I mean when you're working for a guy named McCool you went from one cool golfer to another cool guy who who developed
1: (laughs) Uh, you got some great names you know I I know it's it's, it's pretty funny we got you know Dan McCool and Tony Pando I know then you go back to the Nicholas days and we worked with you know Doubleday if you ever heard of Doubleday books Nelson Doubleday and Jack Nicholas and Nathaniel Crosby Bing Crosby's son and you know so on and so forth and so uh, it's it's been pretty fun with with a lot of the names hanging out with some of those guys
0: well most definitely Definitely. So let's talk about how uh, Mr. McCool uh, started his business, and then we're going to dive into all the different options that you provide. But how long has the business been around? Well,
1: Dan is in his 21st year of Dr. Color Chip. Wow. It, it it's a great story. Um this is one of the reasons, you know, he he was uh really a I call it the HP story,
0: right? Out of his garage. Correct,
1: correct. So this is the Hewlett Packard story in a different genre if you will in the automotive world and Dan had started out, um, he had actually got a system because um, he was touching up cars at dealerships and whatnot, and he didn't like it. He didn't like the way it worked. He didn't like the way that the paint was sticking or not sticking and the color match and so on and so forth. And he said, hey, you know what? I think I can make a better product. And so he literally um worked with chemists and 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 trial and error in his garage for several years and um that's how the Dr. Kolatch product was born. Really, you know, just like HP, you know, you start in your garage and you and you grow from there. He in about 2005ish, 2006, he had a product that he liked. And then he said, "Hey, you know, I think this internet thing is going to be around for a little while. So I think I'm going to design a do-it-yourself kit and I'm going to sell it on the internet." So he, so he did, and that's where the Doctor Color Chip DIY kit came from. Well, unbeknownst to Dan, one Saturday morning he went out to his mailbox. And he grabbed his Wall Street Journal, and it was the Weekend Journal. And in the Weekend Wall Street Journal, there was an article of all things on do-it-yourself paint touch-up kits. They had done a little study for the Weekend Journal and rated all of the paint touch-up kits out there, the do-it-yourself oh. at the time. And this is 2008, 2009, and Dr. ColorChip was rated number one.
0: Oh, that must have made his weekend.
1: So he, he he spent that morning driving to every convenience store and and whatnot to buy all the Wall Street journals um, <laughs> back in the day. But you know what I call that is the aha moment, yes. right? And a yeah. lot of companies have an aha moment, which is. Boom, that's where the lights go on. And that's what happened with Dan, you know, he was selling maybe, I don't know, 10 or so kits a day on the internet and all of a sudden it became you know 100 to 200 a day. And he reinvested everything back into the company, you know, was patient and diligent and you know one of the neat things about Dan is he's always willing to try things, right? He's willing to, as I say, throw it on the wall and see what sticks. And you know, as long as I've known him for many years, that's one of the the, the nice attributes to him. So that's kind of how it started. Wow. And you know, the, the the product has obviously evolved over time. We're always working on our formulas. We're working on our you know, searchable database. Our searchable database goes back to the 1950s. And um, you know, we're always working on on color matching. And you know, you look at um, there's certain OEMs out there. If you go to a car dealership and you buy a bottle of their touch-up paint, it's just regular paint put in a bottle. And um, at the end of the day, a lot of times it doesn't even match. (laughs) I bet that happened. Yeah.
0: yeah, Like what's with
1: this? Yeah. On our DIY kits, we will actually take, and I'm not going to throw any OEMs under the bus, but there's an OEM in particular. This one color is about 12 shades off when you buy it from them at the dealership. We reformulate that we reformulate that to match by eye with our application. Um. And that's something we constantly do. So that's one of the reasons we're so proud of the fact that, you know, we guarantee color match and we have a quite good reputation about the color match. You know, so my point is, is Dan is always evolving. He's always trying. He's always showing up to see what we can do to make the business better, more efficient, and um, and and take care of our customers.
0: Well, you do. And as I said, I'm a customer of yours, and I've used your products, and I, I love it. It uh, works really well, easy to use. So let's tell our listeners who maybe haven't tried Dr. Color Chip, what's the process? So let's say I've got a, uh, oh, well, my folks here, my listeners know I love Porsches and BMWs because I drive them. So let's say I have my E46 M3. It's now 18, is it 17, 18 years old? five so 17 years old holy cow uh, time flies by and uh, (laughs) it's a silver color so it's kind of your standard silver although i think now they make multiple i mean silver comes in warm tones cool tones so what do i do how do i start the process with you guys
1: well the first thing you do is you say to yourself oh my gosh i've got a I've got a memory on the front of my car. I think it's a memory <laughs> chip, right? A memory so mark, talk. yeah. A memory mark. <laughs> yes. My car has a memory mark. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And uh, you say, I've got this chip on the on the hood of my car, right? Or, or 10 chips. We actually trademark the term road rash when you have all kinds of you know, little oh, yeah. marks on yeah. the panel. But when you have that, you say, how do I fix it, right? Mm-hmm. And historically, the the main way of doing it would be, like I said earlier, to go to a dealership, get a bottle of their touch-up paint, or go to one of the auto parts stores and grab one of those paint pens or whatnot. And I believe that paint chip repairs historically had not the best reputation. Um, Sometimes it's it's difficult to work with. Sometimes it doesn't match very well. And so what you would do is you would say, gosh, let's go to www.drcolorchip.com, go to drcolorchip.com. And actually we have a searchable database that you can type in your vehicle year, make, model, color name, color code. So you do that. So, you know, 2017 Chevrolet, Corvette, Victory Red 9260, click on go. And then we've got four or five different type of kits, different sizes, depending on the number of chips and how you want to apply it. And then you you purchase that kit, right? Mm. So the kit comes to you in the mail. Once you have that kit, then it's what we call dab, smear, and blend, right? You take the paint, shake, shake, shake. There's a little BB in there, shake it up real well. And then you dab a little blob of paint next to the chip. Okay, dab it next to the chip and then flick it over the chip. And so you're literally filling that chip with paint. Mm-hmm. And you're going to let it dry for eh, five to seven minutes or so till it's really good and dry. And then you're going to take our step two blending solution, the C-Lact blending solution. Shake, shake, shake it up really well. Put a little dab on the uh, lint-free cotton wiping cloth and then just kind of blend gently. You're not trying to rub the excess paint away. You're trying to blend the paint away. Because remember, what Dan invented are the chemicals in the paint and the chemicals in the step two C-Lact work together to blend that paint away. So you're not trying to rub it off. So now you're going to just gently boom boom back and forth, back and forth, very light. And after about 20 seconds or so, the excess paint will start blending away. Yeah. But our sticky paint, and that's another thing about Dan's invention, this paint is very, very sticky. The sticky paint will stay in the chip and as you blend away the excess, you have a microfiber towel in the other hand, buff, buff, buff. The excess paint has blended away. Blended away. You have a flat repair with a guaranteed color match. Now, expectations must be met, right? Um, and what I mean by that is, do not expect that from doing this, looking at it from six inches away as you do this repair, that you're not going to see it and that is a perfect body shop repair. It's not, this is a repair. But if you step away from the car and you go four or five feet away, walk back and look at it from a foot away, you'll go,
0: wow, Yes. I really don't the road, see it. The road, the road rash drawn, is gone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's, so that's kind of kind of how it works. So those online videos I see where a guy takes a pen and a giant scratch down the car and it just magically disappears—they're not kind of real, are they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is not what. But wait, there's more. But no, wait, not yeah. nice <laughs>
0: exactly. Well, you know what I find fascinating when you guys. Came out with your process. The way I used to do it is, I'd use, I'd buy these little micro brushes that came out of the dental industry. I think they did, and they, they had, did. yeah, uh-huh. a little puff ball in the end. And it was a really nice way because that brush they gave you in those touch up things was like painting fingernails. I'm like, how is yeah. how is this going to work? It won't right. work. It always looks terrible. You always get a big smear. So I would use those little brushes, but even those never do the kind of thing you guys did. Now, tell you listeners, the first time I heard about this process, and and could you spell the the second layer of Product. How do you spell that word? The word you use. Uh, the Sealac. Sealac. How do you spell that? It's S E A L A C T. There you go. So I look. I I read that, and then I ordered some, and I went. How on earth does this work? Now, I had an older Porsche at the time that had some, let's say, road rash on the bottom balance. The car was very old, very nice original paint, but, you know, it had lots of little chips down there. I'm like, oh, I don't want to repaint this whole balance. Are they going to match this old, you know, 35, 40-year-old paint? And I took my time and did what you said on every one of those. I know there's probably 30 of them, little tiny things. And like you said, when you got right up close, okay, you could kind of see that you repaired it, but when you step back a couple feet, I went oh my gosh, it looks like a new car. No, exactly. Yeah, it's a really cool system for you listeners. And if you've never used Dr. Color Chip and you have your car, I really encourage you to give it a try because I think you'll be amazed. Just follow the instructions. Many of us men don't read instructions. Read the instructions is really important, right?
1: Or watch the video. If you don't like to read, Ah, watch videos. There's tons and tons of videos out there and a lot of people supporting the product. And a lot of people want to be YouTube uh, YouTube superstars. So caveat emptor. <laughs> yeah. They'd go do things on their cars. And one of the things they do is fix their stone chips and they, you know, buy one of our kits and whatnot. And, and they were like, wow, this is amazing. This is great. And, you know, it, as long as people understand that it's a repair yes. and, you know, from a foot away, you know, they say in the auto industry, one of the things I've learned is they say from a, the, the five foot rule is what they call it. Right. And I, I like, I can say with confidence, we're probably a two foot rule. Oh, and, definitely. um, yeah, you know, from from a foot or six inches away, you're going to be like, I still see that damage. Um, but when you step away, like you said, and, and you break your eyesight from it and then you come back, you'll be like, wow, OK, that's good. You know, protects yes. against rust and, and so on and so forth. So, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's good. It's good stuff.
0: Absolutely. We're going to take a short break for our, our sponsors and we come back. I want to talk about a unique situation that I have. My listeners know about my orange crush and that paint. So keep mm-hmm. that thought in mind and we'll be right back. You listeners know I've been into car care my entire life. I am so excited to team up with AutoGeek in 2022. AutoGeek.net has been a leading source of auto detailing products, accessories, and expert knowledge for more than 20 years. What started in 1997 as a mail order catalog company has grown into a multi-website based e-commerce store that they are today. With a large online presence on its own website featuring close to 100 different brands, AutoGeek has grown to be the largest car care retailer In the country. Autogeek's wholesale program serves accounts in over 30 countries and its retail sector ships worldwide. Go to Autogeek.net for the best product selection on the internet today and their stellar technical support. Autogeek.net. It's where I go for all my detailing needs. That's Autogeek.net. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, and grow that includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market so come with me and join us on this journey and be sure to use the code cars yeah when you subscribe and they'll give you ten dollars off boom linkage geared for the automotive life subscribe today at linkagemag.com <laughs> So we're back. So my listeners know I have what I call my orange crush. It was a very unique paint to sample Porsche back in 1987. It's a three-stage pearl metallic paint. And one of the things that, you know, there was a couple little tiny rock chips. I'm like, how on earth could I ever match this? There's no paint code for my car because it was specially done by the owner. It was a dealership owner who ordered these cars. So how would you deal with that in my case with this crazy wild changing color paint? Well, I, yeah, and I
1: believe you, you were saying that this is a pearl, correct?
0: It's a orange metallic pearl. So you call
1: it orange. That's why I call yeah. it
0: my orange crush because I have a crush on my orange car. Got it? There you <laughs> go. got it.
1: I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for, for pearls, I think one of the things to remember, specifically for white pearl, not so much the orange crush pearl because we can do a very good color match with the orange crush. There's two things. Part one is going to be pearls and part two is a color match for you, right? Right. So part one regarding pearls, because I think this is important for your listeners to know that white pearl in particular... Maybe a, a red pearl, if you will, is a, is another one that's a little bit of a challenge. We do not try to match the pearl essence of those pearls in particular because you have to remember, a pearl is a three-stage paint. You've got the base, you've got the pearl, and then you've got the clear. So it's a three-layer paint, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so a, a three-layer paint for a little stone chip or a scratch on the door edge or you know a scratch on the back of the car, there's not a way to put three stages, three layers of paint on a little stone chip. And so our paint is basically a single stage with the clear in it. So we are only trying to match the shade of pearl, right? And so when you match the shade, so for your orange crush, for example, we can match that color for sure, but there's not going to be pearlescence in it. But when you have a chip in that orange paint job, it's probably a silver mark or a white mark, and what we're doing is we're putting color on that. We're not trying to match the pearl essence of it, and going back to the white pearl, we're going to have, we have five different shades of white, basically from an 800J GM all the way up to a, a Range Rover that's more of a whitish color. Yeah. So we're going to match the shade of pearl, not the pearl essence. Um, and that's a big thing to, to, to remember. Now, okay. going back to the color code, if you don't have a color code, and that, and it happens on occasion, right? Um, you've got collector's cars and hot rod cars and so on and so forth. And, you know, we've, we've been to, to some of those shows. There's a couple of ways you can do this. Number one is if you have, you know, have the paint or access to the paint, um, you can get a color code from that We'll go back to wherever, you know, the work was done or so on and so forth. Number two, you can actually send us a piece of the card and you'd be surprised at how many pieces of cars we get here. <laughs> um, we can, we can, we get little, little mirrors and little edges and you know, so on and so forth. Some people actually will actually have some of that. Say you have your orange paint, right? Um, some people have some, some paint and then what they'll do is they'll, they'll paint an index card
2: oh, and sure. then they'll
1: mail us, They'll mail us the index cards. Yeah. Uh, the last resort is to take pictures in natural daylight. We used to do that a lot more. We kind of shy away from it. Number one is we guarantee color match. So that's the basis. But when you're taking a picture in natural light, you, know, you, you never really know with the shading and the angles and so on and so forth. Right. We can make a color according to a picture. But on occasion, that color is a little off. And then what you would do is you would put the paint on there, Show, send us the picture again and then we would actually make that color for you so we will do that but we prefer any of the other three or four options Um just because it's 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 a bit of a trial and error for you and us but for, for your vehicle we we definitely can make that color our searchable database does go back to the nineteen fifties you'd be surprised at at how many colors we do have in it and those colors are color names and color codes that color code is the formula of how to make that color hence that's one of the reasons we can match colors so well
0: very cool i I love the whole idea of it and so there's hope for the orange crush i love that too that's really that's really great let's talk a little bit about a challenge you face this could be a business or life it doesn't really matter it's more about what it taught you so you could come out positive it might have been a tough time those learning lessons can be very challenging for us but walk us through one that you've experienced
1: Well, I think, you know, one of the challenges I faced was transitioning away from Jack Nicholas. I was started working for him as a 21, 22 year old, um, youngster, fresh out of college. And I grew with that brand. I grew with Jack. And, you know, quite frankly, I literally traveled the world representing Jack. And, um, it became my id. It became Uh, kind of who I was to a certain degree. Right. And, and, uh, you know, after doing that for 20 years, it was, it was a challenge breaking away from that because you think at one, I think, or, you know, I thought at one point, oh my gosh, all of my friends in this golf industry and all of these people that I know, you know, are they still going to like me, right? Are they still going to, you know, <laughs> yeah. do they just like me because I work for Jack, right. or, you know, so on and so forth. And so, I mean, it was a, it was a challenge in, in the sense of having the strength to cut the cord and to jump off a cliff again. Yeah. Yeah. Remember I did that when I was 21, 22 moving from San Francisco. So, you know, it, I, g- I had gotten very comfortable, we'll say. And so getting myself out of my comfort level and getting myself out of my comfort zone and quite frankly taking a leap to a company and an industry. Um, now, you know, Dan was was a great guy and I knew Dan and you know supported him, but you know, it was a tiny little company <laughs> in a little, you know, uh, industrial area and you know yeah. they, it was very, very small at the time. Let's put it that way. You know, ten years ago, it was, it was you know, half the size it is now. And um, you know, so at the end of the day, uh, that was that was a big challenge. That was that was a big challenge. And and but the best part is is for your listeners to know that once I did jump off that, I realized number one, this car industry. It's a heck of a lot bigger than the golf industry. Number two, <laughs> I still talk to who I want to from the golf industry, not people I have to have talk to. Yeah, there you go. And, and um, uh, you know, it's 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 been a a, a wonderful experience from you know uh, the business side too.
0: Well, you and I uh, could sit down, Tony, and have a long, long talk because our journeys are very similar. I was at Grail's Garage for twenty plus years, and making that transition. A lot of people yep. said, "What are you doing?" And you know, but I realized it was time to do something different. When you're at a place for a a long time, you do get comfortable, although it it is not comfortable because businesses change and grow and evolve and you're always on your toes. And like like you, I was responsible for P&L statements and employees and all these different things and a lot riding on that. But when you make that jump for you listeners out there that have been somewhere too long, the most important thing I've heard from so many guests, and you've alluded to it here, is get out of your comfort zone. That's where the good things start to happen, right?
1: Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. It's, uh, it was, it was a jump and somebody once told me, they said, you know, what you need to do is you need to pull your pants down and walk down main street naked <laughs> <laughs> and metaphorically speak. Yes. Of course. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. 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 You got to expose yourself. And, and I always say to, you know, Really think about what you want to get into and what you love and go down that path and talk to people. And the car industry, as you've discovered, and I already knew because I was in it, is full of so many people that want to help you because they're passionate. And golf is the same way. In a way, people are passionate about their golf game. Sure. Not a lot of people work in the golf industry. It's their weekend hobby. A lot of people work in the car industry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I I mean, I used to think when I was young, you know, in my mid twenties and whatnot, and I would go to the PGA show in Orlando, which is the annual big trade show. Yes. And I believe they would have at the, at the height of the PGA show, they had probably 35, maybe 40,000 people. And, you know, all the big brands were there and, you know, Nicholas, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, my eyes were, I was just starstruck. (laughs) I thought it was the biggest thing ever. And then when I went to my first Sema show, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two hundred thousand people, and uh, yeah. yeah, so it was a it was a game changer and an eye opener, and it was wonderful, and it was wonderful, and it's and it's been a great great experience. And you know, this product is is wonderful. Um, Dan is a, a great guy to work with. He's got a wonderful team here, and um, you know, so it's 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 great, and good things can happen from change.
0: Absolutely, yeah, and they do. So let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. Share a story about a special ride.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, you know, we, I, when you sent me these questions, I kind of had to chuckle because not to – I will give you the shortest version of this story that okay. I can. Okay. Um, just for time – so when I was uh 15 16 years old my dad bought a 1965 Mustang convertible. Um he and I uh, it was pea green he bought it from the original owner and uh we were in San Francisco at the time. We took that car, we hand sanded it down to metal. Wow. We we I mean just revamped the entire car, made it, you know, pony interior, put disc brakes on it, you know, the whole nine yards, We just made it really really nice. Um it was a straight 6 and it was and we turned it into this kind of a fire engine red, white white pony interior show car. The car was beautiful. I was 16 years old. My parents had divorced, and my dad said, well, you can drive the car to your mom's house to, for Christmas. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is great. I drive the car to my mom's house, and I blow the engine
2: oh, on no. the way
1: to my mother's house oh, at Christmas. no. My father, of course, um, does backflips freaking out at me, and um, says, you know, you're never driving this car again. He was uh-huh. very upset. Yeah. He He repaired the car. And he ended up putting the car in storage at one of our, we had some rental houses in Oklahoma. He put it in storage, Mark, for 31 years. Oh my gosh. The car was undercover for 31 years uh, in Oklahoma. My dad has has since moved down here to, to Palm Beach area. And, um, when he did selling all those houses and the car ended up coming down here. Well, guess what? I'm now in the car world, right? I know a lot of tons, you know, tons of detailers. I've got friends at Auto Geek, Megan and those folks who are good friends of ours. You know, I know, I know a lot of folks in the car restoration world. And so the car was, was in great shape, but it had been sitting for 30 years. So yes, my girlfriend and I decided to, uh, restore the car for my father. And, uh, it was Christmas time. So this was our Christmas present oh, to him. And awesome. so we put, we put new, uh, new, in- new carpeting, got a new top because, you know, it was in great shape, but it'd been sitting for 30 years. Right. Got a couple of my detail friends to do a lot of paint correction and whatnot. And so, uh, long story short, got the car totally restored better than it had ever been. And, um, presented it to him for Christmas, and oh. so it was really, it was really cool, and uh, so I, I kind of like was trying to be Johnny Do Good, right, got, got the car better than it was than I ever drove it, so long story short, the uh, next May was my birthday, my 50th birthday, nice. and I uh, had a bunch of family and friends fly in from all over the place, and uh, my dad said he wanted to drive the car, so we, uh, we broke it out of the warehouse here, and he was driving it, and um, shows up to the party with a big bow on the car, <laughs> and says, son, You know, you've become the man that, you know, wanted... He said all this wonderful stuff and gave me a really nice car and said, the car is now yours.
2: Oh, wow. After...
1: 33 years and and a lot of lessons learned and a lot of patience learned yes. and uh, so it was uh, it, it's it's a pretty neat story for me and it's a real story and the car's you know sitting here and it's a it's a fun car it's
0: a beautiful car too heartwarming wonderful story i love it that's a that's one of the best ones i've heard it's <laughs> <That's> fantastic <laughs> exactly. so i'm gonna be your car psychologist and crawl into your head here if you were a vehicle tony if you were reincarnated that is not what you want to be but the man you see in the mirror every day what would you be and why
1: Quite frankly, I would be that Mustang. That
0: mustang you know, I kinda of thought now that I heard the story.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's so much in, in that story. There's there's tenure, there's patience, yeah. there's there's trial, there's error, there's disappointment, there's happiness, there's love, there's everything in that car. And, um, you know, history um, and, and family. And so, I mean, you know, that's really, you know, when you asked me about that question before when we, you sent me the info, I was like, I, I hate to regurgitate it but, it, but that's what it is. I mean, that, there's a lot of, lot of story and, and history in that.
0: Love it. So let's uh, share a great book you've read. Could be business, could be fiction, could be anything uh, that you really enjoyed that our listeners might enjoy reading as well.
1: Well, um, I've read several. I mean, gosh, there's been so many different books and so many different things and so many different self, self-help self folks that, you know, just help you with your attitude. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Elon Musk and, you know, but I mean, he doesn't write books, right? But, you know, in today's world, there's YouTube videos and, and different things like that. Um, so I, I'm always trying to stay on top of a lot of that type of stuff. But in terms of a book, you know, I always have to go back to The Tipping Point by Malcolm Glazier. Um, you know, that's that's just uh, was was game changing for me. You know, talking about mavens and talking about attitudes and and talking about how people can make things happen. And you know, of course, you know, in the car world, ironically, and, and this one's just off the top of my head, was Carl Sewell. Have you ever heard of the Sewell Auto Dealership Group in
0: Texas? Absolutely, yeah. Customers for life. <laughs> Customers for life.
1: And when I was uh, when I had my team at Nicholas. I bought like 10 copies and gave one to everybody. And you know, even little things like, you know, when you're talking on the phone to a customer, have a mirror there and look at that in that mirror and see yourself smile, yeah. you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, so those those are those are some pretty good books.
0: Carl Sewell's book was uh, a game changer for me when uh, we were building Grail's garage. I was also in charge of running the call center and this was before the internet, so we mailed catalogs yep. and people called you. That's you know, a few people would mail in checks and that's one of the things that we did. I installed a little mirror on everybody's computer. Did <laughs> that's and, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I even etched in the bottom of it "smile" and just reminded uh-huh. them when a customer gets on the line, you can you can hear a smile in a oh, voice. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I, to yeah. this day, I do my best while I'm talking with uh, guests here to always smile. But you make it easy, Tony. So most definitely. Well, you. you're, you're welcome. So before I let you go today, I'm going to allow you or an enable you, I should say. I always say allow. I should get that yeah. enable word in my mind. I'm going to enable you to take a ride in anything you would like. I'm going to buy you any car in the world. We'll, we'll move the Mustang aside. And mm-hmm. you can go with anybody in the world. And you can be going anywhere. Now, this person could be somebody living or someone who's passed. What does the ultimate drive look like for you?
1: Well, my gosh! You know, uh, I've I've been very fortunate, and I'm very grateful, and I've and I've had some really neat rides before, and I really have to say, one of my most favorite experiences, which is one I would love to have again. I don't know if I ever will, is driving across the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco on a sunny morning with my girlfriend next to me. And she's in 1956 Porsche convertible. She's got her little bonnet on her and her sunglasses on. And we're driving across the Golden Gate Bridge and just having a heck of a time. And I've done that before and it was one of the most beautiful moments and experiences, memories captured um for me and um it, it was really neat. And that's that's a that's a neat thing. You just soak it all in and you know, just nothing really. Just let it go and, and, and enjoy the moment and be grateful for it.
0: Wow, you brought back an awesome memory for me when I took that drive up the coast with my son when he was eight and that Beck spider and in- I, yeah. I just remember it. I get goosebumps. The morning we drove because we stayed in San Francisco that uh, the night before, and then drove over to Sausalito. And driving over the Golden Gate Bridge and that open spider with my son next to me, and that was the not nearing the end, but we were halfway through our trek from Long Beach up here to Gig Harbor, and it was just it was so wonderful. It was just uh, yep. really really
1: cool. It's an, so it's an, I'm so grateful you've got that experience too. That's yeah, awesome.
0: Absolutely. So before I let you go, could you share with us some uh, parting words of wisdom and in, uh, inspiration? advice for our listeners today?
1: Well, I mean, when you were talking about the why in the very beginning, um, one of the things that I always talk about and and try to maintain a conscious awareness of is the how, you know, being honest, open-minded, and willing, being consistent, be persistent, always show up, uh, be proactive and conscious. I mean, that's really what it's all about for me. And um, I make an effort every day to do that and ultimately be grateful.
0: I love it. Yes, grateful. That's the key too. So, how can people learn more about and order Dr. ColorChip?
1: Well, thanks. Yeah, well, you can go to drcolorchip.com. Uh, it's www.drcolorchip.com, um, and uh, just check out our website. There's, you know, you can go to YouTube and just look at YouTube videos. Just type in the search bar. Dr. Color Chip. And you'll see a bunch of videos on Dr. Color Chip there. But we have a lot of them on our website. We've got, you know, how it works videos. We've got all of our different kits. And you know, you can look up your your make model, color name, color code, and um, find the paint for your car and fix those chips.
0: Absolutely. And I want to do a shout out. Thank you to our mutual friend. You mentioned her earlier, Megan at Auto Geek. She's been a guest here on the show. She's brought me some wonderful guests here and people that are associated with Auto Geek uh, for all your car care needs and as you listeners know Auto Geek is a sponsor here starting this year I'm eternally grateful for that but more so for all the cool things and to- including things like Dr. Color Chip that we can bring to you guys so that you can take care of your ride so uh, Megan once again thank you for an awesome guest here today Tony thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and your ever, ever glowing smile even though it's uh, just audio for us today until you and I talk again or I need a chip fixed to my car, I'll see you down the road.
1: Thank you so much, Mark. You have a great day. and really appreciate the time. And yes, thank you so much, Megan, for the introduction. And uh, we look forward to speaking with you, working with you, and helping you fix those chips.
0: Absolutely. Dr. Color Chip, check them out. If your car started today, well... Thank a tech. If that truck delivering your goods today got to your home or your business, thank a tech. If that airplane you rode in took off and landed safely, and if that boat you're riding in arrived at the dock safe and sound, that's right, thank a tech. One thing the pandemic has taught us is that great techs keep America rolling. They are essential workers and we need them. Support career and technical education by getting involved with TechForce Foundation. It's a cars yacht charity of choice. Learn more at techforce.org today.